When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to the debut episode of the podcast Steeler Stat Geek. This is Dave Schofield of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and here we are kicking off a new podcast. For those of you that might be listening to this in podcast form, uh, this will be available on Wednesday. Usually that's the day that you get Lance Williams, yeah, I said it. Well, Lance is moving his podcast to sometime over the weekend. I don't know if it'll be available Saturday or Sunday, uh, but it's going to move there. And therefore, with this opening, we thought, let's see uh, what other kind of content we can get out there. So this is it. This is the debut. Uh, Before we get into everything, I kind of want to share with how the show is going to work a little bit. Um, People might see StatGeek and they're like, we're just going to hear nothing but numbers and numbers and numbers coming so fast that we don't even know what to do. Well, honestly, that is not going to be the case. We are going to focus on only two or at most three stats going on. The way it's going to happen is we're going to start off the show where we're going to be looking back on the week that was and the stats going on there. And I'm going to bring up one stat that stands out the most. Uh, then I'm going to open it up into the live chat for people to share what, if there was a any specific number that stands out to them over the last week, and we can bring that up. Then we're going to move on to the future. What what to expect? What's a what's a number that's going to tell me how the next week for the Pittsburgh Steelers went? When this gets into the season, it's going to be real simple. It's going to be a number based off of the game they just played, and why the result of that game was what it was. The biggest reason and then it will then be leading into the next week where we will say what what's the the most important number that we're going to get for the Steelers to have a successful game the following week so that's what's going to look like in season for now we're just kind of kicking it off as a debut here tonight and I've already got some stuff lined up so that's going to be the format and of course next week when we go to do this show we'll get to actually talk about an upcoming game, even though it's just going to be a preseason game. I don't know about you. I'm pretty excited about seeing the Steelers on the field for 2019 in in action. So here it is. That's how the show is going to be. And I'm excited for those of you that have joined us. So just so you know, if you've never um, been on here before, during, if you're on live on, on YouTube live right now, we have uh, the live chat available. You can go in there. You can type um, anything you want to with the with the community that's that's usually in there, and just chime in on certain things. Now, I have to mention it. This is not me asking or expecting this at all, but we mentioned it with all our shows because a lot of people have started to use this. We also have what we call. Uh, the super chat feature. So if you type in where it says to chat publicly, you can type in what you're going to say and hit hit the dollar sign that's sitting next to it. And you could donate 
any amount of money you want to that just goes to the show. If you type something in the super chat, something you want to say, uh, a comment you want to chime in on about a stat, uh, a question that you would have about what we're talking about, it's going to instantly get bumped to the top of the queue of what we're going to be talking about. Uh, not asking you to do it, not really doesn't matter to me at all if you use that feature or not, but we do want you to know that it is available. And if you're wondering, hey, why is he answering this question when I typed in something that very well could be the reason why. So if you see when this came up, what the title of the episode is, I'm going to talk about a number over the last week. And this number actually came out today that I think is very important for the Steelers in 2019. And that is, if you hadn't heard the news, Stefan Tuitt uh, restructured his contract with the Steelers to move the majority of his 2019 salary into a signing bonus, which means he just got it all right now, which is really nice for him. And what that allows the Steelers to do is spread that amount of money over the remaining of um, years of his contract. So what that will do, they're going to pay. He's going to get the same amount of money. He's not taking a pay cut or anything like that. It's by giving it to him now. It allows them more money available uh, for the or underneath the sal salary cap right now for 2019. Now, I know sometimes people will wonder, well, why in the world would you want to do that? You're just going to have to pay. It's just going to count more later whenever you're not paying him as much. Or it could be a situation where they're not even on the team anymore and you're still paying money. You have that dead money going towards the salary cap. Well, that's just kind of how it works. And the Steelers are, are really needing to, to get some money freed up this year because they have such a big dead money hit from a player that we now refer to on our podcast as much as we can remember to do it as Mr. Third and Fifth, because that is all he is anymore to the Steelers, that third and fifth round pick that they got for him. So $3.9 million added to the salary cap for the Steelers now going to be available for 2019. Uh, according to overthecat.com, they had just over a million dollars before this transaction has gone through. So if you if you take that, it was like one million ninety-one thousand, something like that, um, according to them, that the Steelers would have available. So that puts them basically almost right up to five million dollars available now uh, for free agents or rest or new contracts that they can spend now for for 2019. So my question is this: What are the Steelers going to do with that money? What are they going to do it? Obviously, it doesn't make sense to restructure, to free up money for this year if you're not going to use it. If not, that would be a bad decision to then have that money just sit there because they could have just had lower hits in future years. So they've got to use it for something. The first thing is there was a re there's reports of uh, Drew Rosenhaus being at practice. Pretty sure that was yesterday. He's the agent for Mike Hilton, but Mike Hilton cannot change his contract now. Now that he's signed his exclusive rights tender, that is his salary for this year, and nothing can be negotiated with that either by the team or by him until after the season is over. He's also the agent for Devin Bush. Devin Bush is now under contract for at least four years and a fifth year if the Steelers choose. His other two clients are Joe Hayden, who has already come out to say that they are working on uh, I don't know if it's a new deal or an extension. 
Um, it, that's all in the terminology. If they're just adding on years to the one year he's got left, or if it starts over as a brand new contract, it's all in how they work that. I don't think that money's going to Joe Hayden because believe it or not, extending Joe Hayden would most likely save the Steelers money for 2019 because whatever they would then give him as a signing bonus um, as, as part of a new contract would then be spread out over the years of however long they would then make the new contract or extend him. So that would be, um, my guess would be they would either extend him two more years or give him a new three-year contract if they worked out something. So it's not really Joe Hayden. So there's one of the possibilities we have left that's that's one of Drew Rosenhaus's clients, and that is Sean Davis. Sean Davis, second-round pick, safety for the Steelers, entering the last year of his contract. Uh, that's the prime time for the Steelers to sign someone to an extension. Another possibility of someone that they would like to sign, and my number one person that I would like to see them extend, other than Joe Hayden, which I think that would save them money anyway, is one Javon Hargrave. Had a fantastic last a year last year, Grave Digger did, with I think it was six and a half sacks on the season for a nose tackle. Um, who did play some defensive tackle uh, when they in the sub packages in order to get him on the field more, but he's still playing less than 50% of the snaps is why he didn't even have better stats. He's another possibility the Steelers could be spending that money on. Or the other possibility is finding somebody on the free agent market either now or during cutdowns to help the depth at a position of need where they might need it. Uh, possible places where they could need depth would be, well, for a while people thought it was safety, but then Cameron Kelly's really coming on strong at camp. Some people thought they might need some depth at outside linebacker. The guy that's probably getting the most buzz of anyone at camp so far has been Ola Adenye, uh, as I'll butcher his name as bad as Lance Williams does, um, who then Lance asked for people to then throw a dollar into the tip jar in order to, for every time he messes up a name. That's another one. Or what most people believe is probably the biggest position of need where they need to add somebody, tight end. That the depth in tight end could be really scary if they were dealing with injury. So I'm going to now kind of turn to the live chat and say, okay, first of all, let's kind of answer this question. What do you think, what do you think that would be best to spend that $3.9 million on for the Steelers? So what well, we already have a super chat question. Vodka drinker throws $5 into the tip jar. And uh, he just wants to <laughs> wants to note something else that says a man full of hot air arrives to his camp in a hot air balloon. How much he loves the irony. Okay, Matt Thomas is saying we should we could spend that on a tight end. I know there's some people out there um, really wanting to uh, the Steelers to kind of look into uh, Trey Boston, the safety that's still available. I'm going to say one thing. He's probably commanding a really big salary, and he's still available most likely for a reason. It could be other things, or it could be because of the salary he's demanding. So that one, I don't know, would be the best fit for the Steelers, especially when the Steelers are pretty set with their two starting positions. They're looking probably more uh, for some depth. I need to start back a little bit earlier and try to try, try to catch up. Yes, I know that is a beautiful sign behind me of where I traveled to Heinz Field from 
uh, a galaxy far, far away. For those of you not on YouTube that are listening to this in, in podcast form, I uh, I do have a Star Wars Steelers helmet behind me that I wear to the games uh, that that can be seen uh, on the on the video on YouTube, and then the sign that I made. Let's see which sign was that one. That was the that was the Atlanta game. I I did it both times I went, but that this one that's back there specifically is the sign from the Atlanta game. So um. So so here we go. Let's see. Um, I got people already commenting actually on the Color Rush jersey that I'm wearing because they also announced today the the Color Rush game will be Monday night uh, for, after the week coming out of the bye week. So I'm pretty sure that's going to that's week eight. Uh, against the Miami Dolphins on Monday Night Football, they'll be wearing the color rush, and then two weeks later, um, at the 4:25 game against these, uh, almost said St. Louis, <laughs> Los Angeles Rams, they will be wearing their throwback uniforms. And what's great about that is that's actually the two games that right now I'm scheduled to go attend. And let's just throw out another crazy number, another stat: the Steelers. In their color rush uniforms, have a record of four and zero, and in their current throwback jerseys, they have a record of one and zero because they debuted them last year. So there we go. Is there? I'm going to open up now in the live chat. Is there any other kind of numbers, any kind of stats, any kind of number you want to throw out over the last week that uh, that that anyone wants to mention? This is your chance if you want to throw that in there. Um, if not, here where I'm going to try to catch up a little bit. Um, I got somebody out. Um, Ali is saying, uh, wait till cuts. Don't let the money burn a hole in your pocket. Um, that's a good point that, uh, they don't have to spend it this week unless they're working someone else's contract. Um, so they, if they can extend Joe Hayden as well, they could use, they could be using that Stefan to savings to sign one of their own. And then any savings they could get from, from Joe Hayden into, um, signing players that could be cut down when teams go down to their 53-man roster the Saturday after the the, the fourth preseason game, which all those games are played on a Thursday night. So um, I have some people talking about moving around, trading quarterbacks and things like that. So uh, Mark Davidson, that that's the number I like as well that I mentioned, 4-0. Steelers are 4-0 in the, those color rush jerseys. I've been to two color rush games already. I was at the when they wore them at Tennessee against Tennessee on Thursday night, and I was at the Patriots game last year um, when that 17 to 10 win. So that was pretty exciting. Um, yeah, someone did bring up, and that's part of the reason why I didn't mention him is that uh, in one interview, apparently Bud Dupree did tell someone that he didn't want an extension. He wanted to show his worth this year and then see what he could get either on the market, on the open market, or with the Steelers. So uh, that's just some of the numbers and things that we have we have going on. And uh, just double checking to make sure we got everything here. And uh, so um, <laughs> there we go. Missed that one. I can't believe I almost skipped that one. Use the money uh, to fix Chris Boswell's leg. Honestly, I don't think his problem is his leg. I think it's between his ears because as someone who used to coach uh, high school kickers, the best kicker I ever had wasn't the person with the best leg, wasn't the person that could kick from the farthest. He was the person that had the right attitude and mentality in order to be a successful kicker. So, so here we go. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, we're getting some other numbers. How about 0-8, the Bengals, over their last eight games? Um, got some got some other numbers um, throwing, coming in from this past season. What I'd like to do now is some of those numbers might actually transition into more of what we're going to. Let's Let's make the jump and go ahead and start talking about what number would you like to see this coming week? Now, when there's a game, that's going to be pretty pretty simple to be like, well, I'd like to see X number of rushes or this many passing yards or this number of sacks or this is the turnover margin, things of that sort. So right now, we're still dealing with training camp. We've got two key events coming up between now and next week. We've got the Friday Night Lights uh, at Latrobe High School Friday night. And we've got the Family Fest at Heinz Field Sunday evening. And there are tickets available to be able to attend both of those events. They're the only training camp practices that there is a cost involved. So you've got both of those things happening until we come back again and talk next week. So I'm going to throw out the number I want to see more than anything. And this might be what a lot of you are thinking. And that number is one great big fat zero. I want to see a zero under the amount of new injuries that Coach Tomlin will be has to answer to the media after every training camp practice. There's always something coming up and always someone getting dinged. And the last thing you want to hear from this team is somebody going down with an injury. That's the best thing that can happen is to is to go a week without any injuries. Now the Steelers are still dealing with uh, TJ Watt on the pup. I mentioned this last night on the Steelers hangover. I believe that if the Steelers had their week one game coming up this weekend, that TJ Watt would no longer be on the pup, that he would be out there on the practice field, getting ready to prepare for, prepare for a game. But because it's so early in the preseason that he has anything going on with that hamstring, it's pretty smart to hold him out. He can still get workouts in. He can still work out. He's just not doing any in pads practice with the team. So I know that Sean Davis has a has a, a dislocated finger. Dante Moncrief had a finger yesterday. That the the report was he returned back to practice. There was a pretty nasty picture of it. It apparently it was a lo- dislocation. When it comes to that injury, a dislocation is actually not a bad thing. You don't want any kind of fractures going on there. That's why you had the infamous mangled hands of Sammy Coates, where he went from scoring a couple touchdowns in a game to where he could barely catch the ball the rest of the season because his hands were just so mangled. But with the dislocation, you get swelling, you get soreness, but the recovery time from that's actually pretty quick compared to anything else. So a lot of times when you have an injury like that, even an, even an ankle or a knee, a dislocation sounds awful and looks awful, but it's actually the easiest to recover from. So here we go. I'm going to go ahead and, and, look back at the live chat, see what other people are saying, uh, what they like about the number that I threw out there or what number, here's the question right now. What number do you want to see this coming week for the Pittsburgh Steelers dealing with any topic with them at all? I just happened to throw out the number there uh, with injuries. So throw out there anything you got. All right, let's make sure I want to make sure I'm not skipping over anybody. So, so here we go. We've got, uh, 
<laughs> said about paying a psychiatrist for Boswell with that money. Okay. I've got zero injuries, zero injuries, zero injuries. Back to back to back from vodka drinker, um, from, from, from Kevin Herzog and from Mark Davidson, all saying that. Um, here we go. Uh, Zantastic. You want to sum this up without looking at a specific game ahead? That's a great number to throw out there. Seven. Because we want that seventh Lombardi trophy uh, in, or, in order to see it uh, at, in the FedEx Great Hall at Heinz Field that they have them on display for Steeler fans when you go to the games. That's a great number to say. That's what I want to see coming up. Stay focused on that number seven each and every week. Okay. Um, Ali agrees that we shouldn't be rushing any starters back to practice this early. Um, here we go. Uh, Justin Conway, his number is 92. For those of you that do not know who number 92 is on the Pittsburgh Steelers, that would be one Ola Adenaye, if I say his last name properly, or Adenaye. There's several different things that I've heard. So I'll just continue to probably say something different every time I want to mention Ola. I love that his name is shortened to Ola. I want everyone in Steelers Nation to just know exactly what you're talking about anytime you say the name Ola. Oh, yeah, him. Number 92, uh, made the 53-man roster last year, but was instantly put on IR from where he was hurt in the, pre in the fourth preseason game. Came back later in the season. Dressed for one game, got nine snaps on defense, and that was pretty much his season. But he's really showing some flash this year. Um, a lot of people are like, but that's James Harrison. It's it's uncanny how much stature-wise and build-wise and technique-wise they say that that the two of those, those players uh, look similar. So to see him in a number 92 – it's a lot of times, especially last season, a lot of people are like, wait a second, am I really seeing this? Yeah, that wasn't James Harrison. That was Ola. So here we go. Lots of people liking the number seven. So I'm, I'll check back in one last time into the live chat before we call it a show. But I wanted to uh, tease something or promote something. I don't know which I, we've kind of already done the tease. We're going to promote. We're doing another giveaway through behind the steel curtain that we'd like to talk about them and, and debut them on the podcasts. We did a giveaway for the draft party. That was the Saturday of the draft at Heinz field, uh, where, where, where someone won two tickets to that actually gave them to his parents. He was on the West coast, I do believe, and gave them to his parents and they went, sent us some great pictures and they had a great time. Also gave away where, uh, Isaac donated a Juju Smith Schuster Jersey that we were then able to, 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 to give away um, and a giveaway that we did there. This is a giveaway that we're going to announce exactly what we're doing for it Thursday night on the Steelers preview. That'll be sometime um, whenever Jeff Brian or sorry, Jeff Hartman, Brian Anthony Davis and myself can all get our schedule to we're all ready to go um, and we can get that started on Thursday night. We're going to announce exactly what we're doing for the giveaway. But we know what we're giving away. I actually have it here with me. So we are giving away a signed David DeCastro football. It's got the little – oops, it just fell. For those of you on YouTube, you could actually actually see it. It's got a little uh, certificate of authenticity with it. But it is a panel football signed by two-time Steelers All-Pro David DeCastro. So one lucky – person through behind the steel curtain will be winning that football 
Um, this is something that's going to take a, take a little bit of time, but it's not, it's not going to take a lot of your time to be involved. You'll find out um, if you tune in Thursday night, you'll find out right away or catch any of our podcasts after that. Or if you're listening to it, you'll be able to know exactly what you can do to be eligible to win that football. So um, before we call it a night, we're going to check in one last time on into the live chat and see how we're doing here. Um, Matt Thomas. Yeah, we're, I'm kind of opening it up to any questions right now, uh, if anyone had anything. I should have said that before I showed the football. Um, Matt Thomas asked if, we, if, we, if we're going to be going to training camp. That was something that was brought up. Um, I think it was actually when I filled in for Lance Williams on the standard of the standard when I was with Jeff Hartman. And he had asked me about being at training camp, but I've never been to Steelers training camp. I've watched the Steelers do a workout session years ago against the Redskins when, when the Redskins were doing their training camp at Frostburg State University in Western Maryland. And I went to that and watched the Steelers come and work out and do some 11-11 and things like that. But I've never been to Latrobe. And Jeff hasn't been for a long time, and we know Brian's been. So Brian was on vacation. Well, if you can call camping in the woods a vacation – but uh, he was out last week. He's now back. Um, Brian, Jeff, and I, we're going to be talking this out. If we can figure out a date that all three of us can get up to Latrobe, we'll head up for a training camp practice. And if we do, we will let you all know if anyone else is going to be out there for that. So um, Mark Davison, I might have been saying Davidson. I'm sorry if I said that wrong, Mark. Uh, he wants to know if, if us blokes ship to Australia. Well, I'll tell you what, if you keep throwing enough money in the live chat <laughs> using the super chat feature, then we'll have enough money to ship to Australia. Um, and if not, I don't know if people just flat up live in Australia or if they're just there for the time being. If you have any if not, we could at least find someone stateside if we could ship it to. We'll figure it out. First things first, win it. You win it, we'll worry about that problem afterwards. Okay. Um someone asked if of where you can you can catch training camp highlights online. And that's a good question because actually there was someone who was escorted out of training camp practice earlier this week because you are not supposed to be videotaping anything at training camp. That's officially the rules. Now you can see some short clips of things. I've caught some things on Twitter. I'm going to tell you that if you want to see some clips or everything else, there's a couple places on Twitter that you could look that I think are the best. Um, I would say Chris Carter of, of DK Sports Pittsburgh. He's a great follow. Even if he doesn't have videos, he's he's going to give you some really good updates. Um, let's see. What's, what's the other one? Blitzburg is another one. They, they do a lot of our content as well. They share a lot of stuff from behind the steel curtain. If there's a good video that someone has out there, they'll get out there to share it. Um, but those are those are the main two places. Um, not always with video, but Dale Lolly um, is is another is another one if you could follow that gives you some really good updates. Um, so here we go. Let's let's uh, let me hit a couple more of these real quick before we call it a show. Um, how do I think Devin Bush will do this year? Uh, that's that's from Antonio. I'm going to say I think he's going to be a rookie, but I think he has a chance to be in the running for defensive rookie of the year. Um, he has the potential, but like Jeff likes to say often is all potential means is that you haven't done it yet. Well, the reason he hasn't done it yet is he hasn't had the chance. Let's get a couple of preseason games under a belt with him. I really like what I saw a, a report of the Steelers and 11-11 drills had 
Vince Williams and Mark Barron out there when they had two linebackers lined up. Then they went into dime, took both of them out and put Devin Bush in. Then when they went back to either base or nickel, Devin Bush came out and both of them went back in. So they were really, really working some of that rotation stuff. Um, how about should Chicolo start over Ola if Watt is hurt? Um, as of right now, I think they would do that mainly because of what uh, Lance Williams would say would be pedigree. He's been with the team longer. He was a draft pick, and they did re-sign him this past season. But uh, if you want a bold prediction from me, I'm going to say that I think eventually Ola could could start to take some of those snaps away from Chicolo. Um, so so here we go. Got more people talking about um, about about shipping the football. So here we go. Um, do we think Ola is a better pass rusher than Bud? The biggest problem with that is we don't have a big body of work to judge with Ola. We have preseason games from last year and reports from training camp this year. So I'm going to say we've got, that's got to be remain to be seen. I think he ha- potentially could be, but uh, let's get some more preseason games in our, under the belt and see where they see where he stands when it comes to the 53 man roster come, come week one. So I'm I'm going to go, let's see, I'm going to find one more question here before we call it a night. Has Dupree really shown anything new this year? Um, my answer to this is actually is going to go back from when Jeff Hartman did a Steelers one-on-one last week with Chris Carter from DK Sports Pittsburgh. And he said when he spoke to Dud, uh, Bud, Dud, yeah, Bud the Dud, uh, when he spoke to Bud Dupree in the locker room, um, at the end of last season that his biggest thing was they were finally just saying, you go out and be you, you just go back, get the quarterback. You, you be yourself, be the player you are. So there's kind of a report there, kind of an inference that perhaps Joey Porter as the coach was trying to make Bud more of the player that Porter was rather than playing to Dupree's strengths. I don't know if that's what he was saying. Sometimes with, with Dupree as a tendency to talk a lot, even in times that he shouldn't, that uh, I don't know if that's what he was implying or not, but he's in a contract year. He said he's in, he's excited about being in a contract year to go out there and show what he can do, hoping to have his best year yet as a stealer. So the, the biggest thing with, with him is, is people feel like he doesn't have a variety of moves that his biggest move is I'm going to try to be quicker and beat you around the edge. And if he doesn't, if he can't win that battle, then he's not as effective. But we'll see what he's working on. We'll see what he can do with this season coming up. But I want to thank you all for for tuning in. I know we didn't get jump into a bunch of stats or anything, which is fine. But uh, just to recap, 3.9 million. Steelers freed it up today. They have that cap space to at least do something to either extend one of their own or or they have more money to then sign people that they could possibly want to uh, want to bring in. Another number is zero. We want zero injuries between now and and when we come back next week. We don't want to hear about anything major going on. And uh, something I'm going to throw out there is one last number is is I'm going to say five. This is to end the show. Five. I think that within the next five days, you'll see the Steelers make at least one roster move from training camp, whether because one of the one of the guys further down the depth chart is hurt and they need someone else in camp for them, or if they just decide, hey, we see someone out there and this person isn't working out. If the last few years mean anything, they've gone generally, if you're not even talking about injury, if they just make a move not dealing with injury, it's been within the first 
eight days or so of training camp. Um, and then based on injury, sometimes that's sooner. Uh, but luckily there hasn't been any injuries like that that have knocked anyone completely off the roster. So want to thank you all for joining in for, for this. Hopefully we'll can be back next week and have some great numbers to talk about. And you have just uh, joined me in a nice geek session. I hope you all enjoyed it. And I'm going to send you out. Um, and what's kind of become our signature sign out is just to remember that, uh, that all these, that these podcasts, we have a, if adding this extra podcast, that now means that we should have six podcasts available for you. Most of which now are on YouTube. Now that the hangovers made the jump to YouTube, we're trying to get, yeah, I said it to YouTube, but we also have the burning question. We have uh, the Steelers preview. We have the standards, the standard, all these shows, check them out on YouTube. If not, if you listen to this in podcast form, we are available anywhere. You can find podcasts. Just look for, um, either behind the steel cur curtain or BTSC Steelers and you can find them. So thanks for joining in and tune in, tell a friend and subscribe. Thanks for coming.